Today is the 9th of July. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. So having explained how it works, let's start today's leg of Walking the Way. Let's begin with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, we trust in your power, even as it is often found in weakness. In your wisdom, even as it is expressed in seeming foolishness. In your wholeness, even as it comes to us amid brokenness. Lord, we don't ask for dazzling displays of strength or exercises in electoral prowess. We come simply, Lord, to worship you. So today, Father, touch us. Sinners that we are, that we might become your saints, your body, your children, your church. For this temple of your Spirit is not built upon our own abilities, knowledge, or restorative skill. But, Father, it's built upon you in your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, David moves the ark, and Paul gives Timothy instructions about supporting widows. But we'll see you on the other side.
As we open up the scriptures, let's ask God to speak to us today. Father, give me an understanding of what I read. Give me an understanding of how these might be applied to my life. Give me an understanding that actually all of this is rooted in your graceful love. Help me to see, Lord, that these are not just words on a page, but channels of grace into my life. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and we're beginning with 2 Samuel 6. David again assembled all the choice men in Israel, 30,000. He and all his troops set out to bring the Ark of God from Baal Judah. The Ark was called by the name, the name of Yahweh of hosts who dwells between the cherubim. They set the Ark of God on a new cart and transported it from Abinadab's house, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were guiding the cart and brought it with the Ark of God from Abinadab's house on the hill. Ahio walked in front of the ark. David and the whole house of Israel were celebrating behind the Lord with all kinds of firwood instruments, lyres, harps, tambourines, sistrums and cymbals. When they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Isaiah reached out to the ark of God and took hold of it because the oxen had stumbled. Then the Lord's anger burnt against Uzzah, and God struck him dead on the spot for his irreverence, and he died there next to the ark of God. David was angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah, so he named that place an outburst against Uzzah as it is today. David feared the Lord that day and said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? So he was not willing to move the ark of the Lord to the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in his house three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and his whole family. It was reported to King David, the Lord has blessed Obed-Edom's family and all that belongs to him because of the Ark of God. So David went and had the Ark of God brought up from Odom-Edom's house to the city of David with rejoicing. When those carrying the Ark of the Lord advanced six steps, he sacrificed an ox and a fattened calf. David was dancing with all his might before the Lord, wearing a linen ephod. He and the whole house of Israel were bringing up the Ark of the Lord with shouts, and the shout of the ram's horn. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter Michael looked down from the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. They bought the ark of the Lord and set it in the place inside the tent David set up for it. Then David offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings in the Lord's presence. When David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings, He blessed the people in the name of Yahweh of hosts. Then he distributed a loaf of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake to each of one of the entire Israelite community, both men and women. Then all the people left, each to their own home. When David returned home to bless his household, Saul's daughter Michael came out to meet him. How the king of Israel honored himself today, she said. He exposed himself today in the sight of the slave girls of a subject like a vulgar person would expose himself. David replied to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me over your father and his whole family to appoint me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord and I will humble myself even more and humiliate myself. 
I will be honored by the slave girls you spoke about. And Saul's daughter Michael had no child to the day of her death. 1 Chronicles 13 David consulted with all his leaders, the commanders of hundreds and of thousands. Then he said to the whole assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if this is from the Lord our God, let us spread out and send the message to the rest of our relatives in all the districts of Israel, including the priests and Levites in their cities, with pasture lands that they should gather together with us. Then let us bring back the ark of our God, for we did not inquire of him in Saul's days. Since the proposal seemed right to all the people, the whole assembly agreed to do it. So David assembled all Israel, from the Shehar of Egypt to the entrance of Hamath, to bring the ark of God from Kirith-Jerim. David and all of Israel went to Bala, that is, Kirith-Jerim that belongs to Judah, to take the ark of God from there, which is called by the name of the Lord who dwells between the cherubim. At Abinadab's house they set the ark of God on a new cart. Uzzah and Ahio were guarding the cart. David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before God with songs and with lyres, harps, tambourines, cymbals and trumpets. When they came to Chidon's threshing floor, Uzzah reached out to hold the ark because the oxen had stumbled. Then the Lord's anger burnt against Uzzah, and he struck him dead because he'd reached out to the ark. So he died there in the presence of God. David was angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah, so he named that place Outburst Against Uzzah, as it is still named today. David feared God that day and said, How can I ever bring the ark of God to me? So David did not move the ark of God home to the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. The ark of God remained with Obed-Edom's family in his house for three months, and the Lord blessed his family and all that he had. 1 Timothy 5 Do not rebuke an older man, but exhort him as a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and with all propriety, the younger women as sisters. Support widows who are genuinely widows. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, they must learn to practice godliness towards their own family first and to repay their parents, for this pleases God. The real widow, left all alone, has put her hope in God and continues night and day in her petitions and prayers. However, she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. Command this also so they won't be blamed. But if anyone does not provide for his own, that is, his own household, he has denied the faith, and is worse than an unbeliever. No widow should be placed on the official support list unless she is at least sixty years old, has been the wife of one husband, and is well known for good works. That is, if she has brought up children, shown hospitality, washed the saints' feet, helped the afflicted, and devoted herself to every good work but refuse to enroll younger widows, for when they are drawn away from Christ by desire, they want to marry, and will therefore receive condemnation because they have renounced their original pledge. At the same time, they also learn to be idle, going from house to house. They are not only idle, but they are also gossips and busybodies, saying things they shouldn't say. Therefore, I want younger women to marry, have children, manage their households, and give the adversary no opportunity to accuse us. 
for some have already turned away to follow Satan. If any believing woman has widows in her family, she should help them, and the church should not be burdened so that it can help those who are genuinely widows. The elders who are good leaders should be considered worthy of an ample honorarium, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain, and the worker is worthy of his wages. Don't accept an accusation against an elder unless it is supported by two or three witnesses. Publicly rebuke those who sin so that the rest will also be afraid. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing out of favoritism. Don't be too quick to appoint someone as an elder and don't share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Don't continue drinking only water, but use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. Some people's sins are obvious, going before them to judgment, but the sins of others surface later. Likewise, good works are obvious, and those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden. Psalm 121 The Lord our Protector, a Song of Ascents I lift my eyes towards the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and going both now and forever. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, maybe planted a seed, and after the music we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email, and check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links there. If you click those, they'll take you right through. But let's pray, shall we? Lord God, we glorify your name. How we wish our voices could ring out over all the world, telling of all the great things you've done for us, praising you so that we could come to you in Jesus Christ. Father, that we can worship, honor, and thank you for all your goodness. Father, safeguard all your children so that they hold to faith and remain too true to the message of the gospel. May we thank and praise you for all you've done this day and for your workings in the hearts of many people who are still unknown to us. Lord, your Spirit rules and calls people to bring them to you, our Father in heaven. Watch over us and continue to bless us. Help us who belong to your people and protect us through the night. Amen. and our prayer for the time of the year. God of grace, in whom I put my trust, be my rescuer when sins ensnare, the liberator of my soul, the still small voice that says, be free. God of love, in whom I put my trust, be my joy and comfort at all times the source of all my thoughts and words, the still small voice that says, Rejoice. God of peace, in whom I put my trust, be my tranquility in times of turmoil, the steadying hands in raging seas, the still small voice that says, Be calm. God of power, in whom I put my trust. Be my confidence when faith is challenged, the sword and armor that protects, the still small voice that says, Be strong. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forever. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.